0: Where we believe there is a light worker within all of us. Whether you are a
1: medium, an educator, or a nuclear medicine technologist, there is a light worker within you, and
0: we have work to do. This is a safe and sacred place where light workers connect, grow, and learn, and share our light with the world. Hi. <laughs> oh my What's Hello up, my sister? Oh, hi. hi. How's it going? I- it's going good. It's going okay. Today is Monday, uh, our recording days, and we were just talking about right before we decided to hit record. Valentine's is next week, like a week from yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys celebrate?
1: Like, are you big celebrated celebrator celebratories? Uh, um, me,
0: us, as in Johnny and myself, or yeah, my family, yeah. Uh, or yeah, and, and, well, and, and yeah, yeah. family. Uh, we will give each other a card and never gifts, but usually a card. And then we'll try to go out to dinner, at least when the girls were little, we did. And now it's just, you know, we have practices and activities. And so we never really have uh, this year. We don't have anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was curious. I'm I'm kind of curious how many people really do celebrate that, you know, celebrate the day and it's a big deal and go out to dinner. Yeah, I always hear
0: about the restaurants are always booked with reservations and specials. And yeah, I'll hear I do kind of hear some of my friends saying, Oh, yeah, we're gonna go out to dinner here. And And there's always a little piece of me thinking, Oh, that's nice. That's so sweet. Like, your husband booked that for you? Oh, <laughs> like, like, yeah. It
1: seems so intentional, right? It's like a yeah. very purposeful, like, let's get together and celebrate our love for each other. Love yeah. love for
0: each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you guys acknowledge it? Do stuff? What do you guys? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> On that note.
1: <laughs> not ever? Like, not really? Um, <laughs> No, it's really not a thing in our house. Like, it never really, yeah. never really was. I mean, when the g- girls were little, we would, you know. They always bring home little like lovey yes, hearts yes. and shit like that. But uh, yeah, we don't really do a lot around Valentine's Day. It's I'll give your lover a
0: Valentine. Uh,
1: yeah, no, we're not, we're not. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if he, um, it just, I think it just feels like a very, um, I mean, I love the intention around the day, but sure. I feel like you should always feel loved by the people in your life. Yeah. You know, okay. like irrelevant of the day. I mean, but I love the intentionality of like, there's one day where you are really carving out this very specific time to, to, to really show your love. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't, we just never really got into that. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And it Nothing kind of bleeds, with
0: that.
1: Yeah, kind of bleeds into our last episode about love languages, right? Like yes. if you haven't heard that one, um, our little, which,
0: audience, which was so fun. I, it was so fun. It was so fun, yeah. Because
1: it was about you know how we celebrate love with each other, and 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 what's your love language? Like, it's a you know quality time. Is it physical touch? Is it you know all those things? So I think when you really understand that about each other, Valentine's Day is every day. You know, I mean that's the kind of that's the fucking golden Willy Wonka ticket, ain't it?
0: That's right, right. Yeah. Acknowledging your love for someone else, yes. I said, "Ain't." And, I don't oh, even know. It. I know what's wrong with me. Ain't is a word now. <laughs> when we were kids, it wasn't, but now it is. <laughs> aint. Oh my I, gosh! I like it. I but, don't yeah, know. I agree. Acknowledging uh, our love for others, and then most importantly, which this show is about, our love of ourselves, yes. of thyself. Which uh, I can honestly say. I do truly, truly love who I am, love myself. Now, there's parts of things that I know I need to work on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Clearly, uh, as we all do, I'm constantly growing, expanding and working on. But I, for the most part, I do feel like, you know, I love myself. And therefore, I I want to acknowledge that and, and, and celebrate that with really putting myself first in my life. And I know for some that sounds selfish or that sounds, you know, self-centered. And I don't mean like put myself first in a, in that selfishness way, but definitely making sure that my life is filled with joy and love and my passion for the things that I desire and, and surround myself with people that I love and then inspire me and lift me up and that I can do for them as well. I just if I don't do that, and if I'm putting others before myself, then, and I feel like, then I really must not care that much about my happiness and joy. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a fine line. Some people are weird. Like, you know, of course do I love myself? I don't know if I put myself first, but I think it's kind of important. Like the, like the airplane mask, right? I mean, put the yeah. oxygen mask on you first so that you can help others. But I really, I kind of like myself. Oh, and you should. You're very
1: lovable. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So sweet. How do love it. About- like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, as a, as a coach, right. We spend a lot of time talking to folks about, about, you know, a lot of my clients are, you know, they're really busy, successful people that are just like, I'm fucking empty and mm-hmm. they don't even know where to start, you know, filling their cup, filling themselves back up because, you're right. I think it has always felt selfish, yes. You know, but really, it's selfless to actually put yourself ahead. And one of my, you know, like fundamentals is uh, fundamental beliefs around self-care and self-love is, you know, we cannot give when we're empty. We we think we're giving, but we're actually giving a smaller version of ourselves to people when we are not full, yeah. you know, when we really haven't acknowledged all of those beautiful places within ourselves that want to be fed and nourished and loved just deeply and unconditionally, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it is really a, um, you know, you're right about the mask. It's like completely sometimes counter intuitive, right? Because you think, Oh, I've got to take care of all these people. I've got to take care of my team. i got to take care of my family. Um, but then who the fuck's taking care of you? Yeah. You know, and, and that's I, I like, to me, that is like the ultimate self-love is how do I love myself? How am I loving myself every day in the micro, you know, parts of my life, all the way to the macro parts of my life, big trips away or taking deep breaths every day, you know, <laughs> like that's all self-love, you know, it's all the ways we fill our cup, you know, mm-hmm. I, love I mean, it.
0: It's true. And I, and the filling the cup, um, I have been to one of your self care workshops, and mm. you also spoke at one of the events that I was seeing at Holy family, the ladies luncheon, which the topic mm. was self-love self-care. So you are really an expert, I would say oh in um, helping others learn how to put themselves first and to recognize and acknowledge that it's okay to do so. And given ourselves
1: permission to do so, so yeah, let's yeah, and let's do it. Well, I feel like, um, you know, like even just like filling your cup, right? Like I think a lot of people understand that technically and emotionally, they understand it, and you know, intellectually. Okay, I understand. That there, there is a dynamic happening energetically and spiritually and physically. When I'm empty, I cannot give. But then the bigger question, the deeper question that I find um, working with with clients is, how do I fill my cup? Then, like you have this vessel, right? You have mm-hmm. a cup, and you're empty. You're giving. You're giving. But when when you peel that back, it's so there's so much more dimension under there because a lot of folks struggle with how do you fill your cup? And so that's kind of the strategy that I think is really important with self-love is really understanding and finding out what really, what, how do I feel loved? What are the things that I can do every day that make me feel like I'm really loving myself and being intentional about that? Yeah. What am I doing every week that says, ah, yes, I've carved out this time for myself because I actually really love myself. Yeah. What am I doing every month, you know, that says I really am giving myself exquisite love right now because that's how I'm filling my cup. Yeah. yeah so like, right.
0: how, how do you fill your cup? Me? Oh, me. Oh, yeah. me, me, you. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's so interesting. I'm like, enthr- I'm like leaning in, li- listening to you right now. And oh, so that was goodness. for me. Um. Well, so I want to, I actually want to speak to that. Like, that's such a a big question. And that's, that I think you said, everyone doesn't know how to do that per se. And uh, Martha Beck, who I love and adore Mm -hmm. is an author speaker. She's badass. Love. love. She was on a podcast with uh, Glennon Doyle, another one love. And she was speaking to like, make a list of the 10 things that you, do you know this, that you hate to do or do not like to do. And then On the other list, 10 things that you love to do that, as you would say, fill your cup and Mm -hmm. then do the, you want to replace slowly the thing that you absolutely hate with 10 minutes of something that you love. And that I have been trying to do that more and more just like, okay, yes. So it doesn't make all the things that I have to do, quote unquote, as miserable when I know that I'm going to replace a lot of that time with something that I love. And for me doing the things that I love is, well, first of all, let's just be honest right now when I'm exhausted or depleted and I'm still trying to just breathe because of the busy day and children in life, I do like to allow myself to watch television. You know, Mm -hmm. I do. And I'm a Netflix queen. I love it. And (laughs) I do have shows that I look forward to, but I allow myself that little freedom of escape and getting away. So, but I love to write so much. Mm-hmm. I love to paint and those things I can do here in the house, all those mm-hmm. things, but to fill my cup on a macro level, yeah. I need to get away with my girlfriends and that could yeah. be coffee, dinner, weekends, trips to Paris. I mean, I, yes. <laughs> which is coming. Yes. Up. yes. <laughs> but Yeah. Mm. It's, it's the little tiny things, like you said, that I can continue to feed myself to get me through the day that, okay, at least I did something that filled my heart that that I was passionate about. And even if it's reading a book and even if it's just listening to a podcast or something little for me, that wasn't for anybody else Yeah, because I do enough of that. For everybody else, yes, right. amen. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I know a lot of our people, all of a lot of people in our audience that are listening, they can resonate with that. You know, giving and giving and giving um, is a way that we show love to others, right? Yes. We are showing how much we love them by doing things and being in service to them, and and dotting all the. I's and crossing all the T's and, you know, making the dinners and doing all that stuff. But then, you know, when we reflect on that, well, how am I actually really loving myself truly and deeply and profoundly to the point where I feel energized by giving? I think that's a big key is when you feel, when we start feeling depleted, when we're doing the things that we kind of like to do, you know, Mm -hmm. like, cooking, like for me, it'd be cooking, you know, but if I start feeling like I'm not really loving this activity, it's time for me to look at myself and say, where, why why do I feel empty here? Why do I feel victimized by doing this for other people? You know, because that's, that's your first sign, you know, of, Hey, there's an imbalance here in the love game. <laughs> I, I wish sure everybody could see your
0: face when you said that. In the love game.
1: In the love game. It is out of balance. Yes. It is yes. out of balance. It's yeah. out of balance. And knowing that about yourself, you know, instead of being resentful and you know, really feeling victimized by your life, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's that's an opportunity to go, you know what? I'm really fucking pissed about doing all this shit for everybody else. Wait a minute, yeah. where's my mirror? What do I what do I fucking need right now? You yeah. know. And that's when you just say to everybody else, how about all of you all take a step back, <laughs> fuck all the way off. <laughs> Are you gonna say something? All else? the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but I need to love me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. so otherwise we can't show up. You're yeah. absolutely, I mean, because if I'm depleted and exhausted and I, now I'm supposed to love you and help you out, mm-hmm. um, I can do that so much better if I'm feeling good and energized because my cup is full. Yeah. I, it's so true. When, yeah. And in fact, I don't know about you, but when I come home from a girl's trip after just being recharged with my sisters and having fun and true relaxation and being able to vent and talk <laughs> and share and connect, when I come home, I, I do feel charged. And I feel like Mm -hmm. I have way more for my family. I'm excited to see them. I'm like, Hey, and and people know like, Oh my God, mom's happy. She just got back. So I I think that we, not everyone is going to be able to do that. Or maybe not everyone has a group of friends that they like to travel with and it doesn't have to be that. So what other ways can you find to fill your soul, your heart with what you love. Yeah. And there's so many different ways to go about that. And I think if you don't have clarity of mm-hmm. what it is that you desire and are passionate about, your interests and loves, then I always say, you know, me, break out the journal, <laughs> break out a mm-hmm. piece of paper, write some shit down. Let, yeah. Let's start with, you know, general things that you love mm-hmm. and look at it, feel it, see it, and then branch off of that. That list, where in my yeah. life can I find? Um, you know, maybe it's art or music. Music, hello, just listening to yeah. your favorite song. Fuck, I have to tell those bitches to get you know, lay off my radio when I'm in my car <laughs> driving. It's my car. Don't you dare take the ox, plug in your phone, and play your shit. It's my car. I don't go into your car and take over your radio. So <laughs> it's my music, it's my time, it's my music, my it's time. My music. Yes, right. I know, I love that. I love it.
1: Yeah, and you know, I I think the thing with self love too, and this is where I think a lot of um, a lot of folks get kind of hung up on this, you know, this concept of self love. Number one, you're right, not being clear about what it looks like for you. I think mm-hmm. folks sometimes they make it more complicated than it needs to be. Like, right. you know, it, it like being profoundly in love with yourself doesn't mean that. You think you're fucking perfect. It means (laughs) that you have just really fine tuned and found out. Like, I really like time alone. I love time alone. Yes, yes. And so that is who I am as as a woman. Like, I really value and honor getting the fuck away from everybody, so that I can I can really just do that soul work that I really need to do to go deeper into whatever it is that I'm working on or, you know, what new module I'm making or whatever, you know? Right. But if I don't give myself that time, I, I, I'm just, you know, so I I think it's just what I'm trying to say is I think that people get really stuck on what their self-love looks like. Because I think it has to be like all or nothing. It has to be this really big thing. Right. You know? yeah. But really, it, it you you know start small, right? Start yeah. with one of my big self care, self love loving acts daily is because um, I break it down into like when when you know when I'm coaching folks, it's like what is your daily self care regimen. What is your weekly self-care regimen? What is your monthly self-care regimen? What's your mm-hmm. yearly self-care regimen? Like let's mm-hmm. let's unpack it so that you're getting really, really clear and creating intention around when you're being mindful about being, you know, loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, my my daily is is literally, <laughs> I don't laugh, ma'am, it's, it's to breathe. I'm not laughing. <laughs> it makes I, complete sense. I just get, I mean, we're going so fast and furious yeah. and I have meetings after meetings in both of my worlds. And I mean, you kind of caught just to that this morning, we were, you know, interviewing um, one of our upcoming pod guests, podcast guests, podcast guests, say that yeah. 10 times. It's <laughs> <Thanks>, Louise. <laughs> And I'm, I was just, I'm like, okay, we're doing this, but you know, you could tell, I just, there's so much happening that yeah. I, I just need to breathe. And I just breathe through it in order to like slow my heart rate down, just get into my, myself. And and then I get, then I can feel confident. Otherwise I, I don't feel strong. I feel oh, right. if Intimidated. We're not breathing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're not bringing oxygen to our brain. And a lot of times when we're overwhelmed or we're busy and we're taking care of others, then we're doing the shallow breathing. I mean, I'll catch that all the time. I'm like, stop, you know, come on, I got to breathe, but (sighs) you're right. The breathing or for me, it's meditation slash breathing is my daily self-care and that's, I love going there. So it's big, but I had to practice that and get to that spot where I could allow that to happen. Like, sorry, I'm meditating. Everyone just leave me alone. I just, even if it's five minutes, but you know, when you can really do like a good 30 to 60 minutes of quiet time and breathing and yeah, but those daily things. Yeah. So that's one way to do it daily. Um, Yeah. So what's, what do most people think weekly?
1: Oh, weekly. Um, it it kind of looks like, you know, maybe going out with friends, like go, going out for dinner, like having a dinner date or, mm-hmm. I mean, like we kind of do this every week, you know, we have our Mondays together, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like a date. Yeah. And for me, that's like really exquisite self-love, you know, because we were talking, we get to collaborate, we get to vent a little, like it's, it's a real sisterhood time for me, you yeah. know? So yeah. um, that could be like once a week would look something like maybe meeting for coffee, having like a standing date, you know? It might even look like, um, you know, um, turning volleyball
0: off a, oh yeah. Before. Playing volleyball. Exactly. <laughs> I'd I love that. Yeah. Once a week. Yeah. You yep. know, going me. to the golf
1: range or like doing your yoga practice, you know, twice yeah. a week. And for me, it's, you know, looks like if I don't get my yoga in three times a week, I feel stiff and angry i feel like i don't like it you know i like feeling um getting that energy out of me you know as well so just you know but that's me like i have a lot of friends that fucking hate hot yoga like they want to vomit every time they think about it so it's like Mm. that's finding your own unique special formula for self-love that that's the that's the whole fucking key because what works for me might not work for you ma'am that's right and and you know that's that's where it's such a personal odyssey this this journey of self love you know yeah. and i think though um and i see this a lot like with with clients is they'll come to me you know when they're sick so it's like they've depleted their self love and self care so much and to the so much that they have migraines chronically they have Chronic back pain, they have TMJ, you know, their jaws clenched all the time. They're having, you know, really bad muscle spasms because they are not taking care of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And so it, it's almost like, you know, us having this conversation about self love, it, it almost feels like it is proactively so powerful to mitigate pain in your body and your life. Yes. You know, physical pain, (laughs) emotional pain. Yes. Yes. It's just so much tied up in that, like how we're really loving ourselves just unconditionally with no judgment, just really just in our power, you know, and and asking for what we need. You know, I, I think it's just a real in our society really right now, it doesn't really support that women are, especially women are expected to work outside the home work inside the home work around the home work Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know be the primary caregiver if there are children be the primary person to cook all the food like that is you know it that does not lend itself to um a self-care regimen that's sustainable
0: you know so it's true kind of breaking through the culture of our society and those expectations and depending on where you live and, um, and yeah. And for those moms out there that are trying to be quote unquote, super mom, Right. No, oh, I can do it all. I I will. I'll work full time. I'll oh, make yeah. sure that I made the kids beds and I'll throw a load of laundry before I leave for work. I've packed their lunches. I'll pick them up. I'll take them to activities. I'll get home. I'll cook dinner. And then I'll transfer the laundry. I'll fold all the laundry. <laughs> um, I'll yeah feed everyone, get them to bed, bathe yeah. and stuff. And then I will completely pass out by the time I... Oh, Go to yeah. bed and they probably have still some work to do. I still have to do, make some calls, oh, yeah. whichever it is. I think there's people, and I am speaking to women because largely our audience is mostly women. Um, but those women that feel like I can do it all, I, I, I can, I'm going to not because they enjoy it or love it or take pride in it because they feel like they have to, and that other people will judge them right? And they sure. also feel like they want to shine in that department. Like I, I can do it all because I'm all that. And wow, look at her. God, how did she manage to do that? Oh my goodness. She's amazing. <laughs> right. Just to kind of carry on more duties and get it all done so that you could have, you know, the accolade of, oh, you are amazing. You are super mom. And, um, I, I just say, take that away. You're not doing this for anyone else. Do what you can for your family. Yes, but they're not going to, they're not, they're going to suffer if you continue to deplete yourself and, and come from a place of people pleasing and control or, you know, working for that praise. I just feel like that's the wrong intention. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, and uh, and being um, in that place, I mean, at
1: I I can relate to that woman 100%, you know, know. what you're saying. And, you know, if you're looking, if you're looking for praise, you're usually never going to get it because most of the time people don't know what the fuck you're doing. They have No. no idea of all of things and hats that you're wearing and juggling at any given time. So to have that expectation that other people should be acknowledging you and, and in celebrating you is kind of like, (laughs) what the fuck they're, they're doing their own thing. (laughs) They're they're doing their own thing. Yeah. Like there is no way people are going to have any concept of how complex our lives are. They just, so, so that concept of praise, you know, I think is really like, it's, it's, it's really hard. We only get that really from our sisters, from other women that are going through the same thing, you know? Mm, so yeah. it it but even then it's far and few between because we're all
0: trying to like fucking yeah. do everything and do everything. And, and we shouldn't have to compare ourselves either, because then maybe, yes. uh, maybe oh my, my gosh. Sister yes. next door is like pulling it all off and she's able to get a nap in. I'd be like what? what am I doing wrong like <laughs> oh nap in. what oh my god and so I think yeah. that I can't you know people are uniquely themselves and and like getting back to whatever makes you happy and fills your cup is different for everyone mm-hmm. else so I I do love naps. I'm just gonna say that's <laughs> I'm speaking about it. Yes, like, yeah, you too. I I do treasure them. They are especially when you got it down. You can set that little timer and boom, mm-hmm. hard, deep. I mean, just <laughs> all the way out. And we you still talk back. about napping. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I'm um, uh, no. This
1: is uh, deep and hard, babe. I mean. Yeah. Sorry. Right. I just couldn't help oh, no, it. I was so like, funny. Damn. I'm all over
0: the place. I'm thinking to myself how that just sounds lovely. Like, how am I going to squeeze up one in today? But I, I really think yeah. this is important to tell our listeners that you have permission. It is okay. And even as you're hearing this, and I'm sure all those that came to your workshops or even those ladies at the luncheon couple mm-hmm. of years ago are hearing this. And then of mm-hmm. course they're madly you know, taking notes. And now they have this information. They have these tools starting to apply. It is a whole different thing because yes, mm-hmm. in your mind, you're like, I'm going to do this, but you might have the judgment of your husband or a partner or your children. Like what, what's mom doing? Why is she taking a nap? She has to take me to soccer. Yeah. You know, so I always think, how do we, how can we implement all these beautiful Tools and tips and strategies, like realistically and yeah. successfully. Yeah. How do we do that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, I think there,
1: I think it's really about awareness, you know, just really being intentional about being clear about what it is that I really desire. I, I mean, and I have to say, <laughs> when I did that, um, when uh f- at the um at the family oh luncheon thank you ladies luncheon. <laughs> the ladies yep. luncheon yes um i i have to confess you know and, and i talked to you about this and i talked to some of my really good friends at the time i felt like a fucking fraud you know going up there at that one point because i was i was going i was in my sixth week of radiation mm-hmm. um i was I was really hurting. I, my blood pressure tanked. I was really tired. And, you know, here I am going to do this whole presentation, you know, with, you know, all these people and all these beautiful women and men, you know, looking at me and I'm talking about self-care and here I am like in one of the biggest battles of my life after breast cancer, you know? And so I really had to come to terms with that. Like, you know, what, what am I really doing here and how am I in alignment with what I'm saying? You know? Mm -hmm. So it was a really hard time. And I think I started it by saying, you know, I'm, I'm much better laying down. (laughs) <laughs> so if I halfway through this talk, just decide to lay down, don't worry. I'm just, my blood pressure is dropping. I'm still talking. I got the mic. You might yeah. not see me, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. And, you you know, did
0: Yeah, sit down. We had a chair for you for so that you could sit down. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: But I think, you know, at the, at the end of the day, I was like, really, tor- I was really tortured about that. I was like, God, maybe I need to cancel this. Maybe I, but I really was compelled to. To share in my story, and if there was one person there that, you know, could see that, you know, um, this is important for me, and this actually fills my cup too, even though I'm feeling like shit you know, me sharing your energy and talking about these things that I'm so passionate about um, is really filling my cup. Like I felt so energized after that. I felt so happy and full of, you know, like I get a lot of energy from other people too. And like yourself. And so I, I was kind of like, all right, you know, understanding that about yourself where maybe somebody else should have canceled you know, <laughs> to take care of themselves, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, really unpacking and trying to understand this is who I am. And, uh, you know, I did, I felt, I felt great after that. Like uh, all my friends were there and like the people that, you know, have mm-hmm. been supporting me the whole time. And you were there, of course. And it was just, um, yeah, it was, it was almost like this, like really surreal self-love conversation. <laughs> Cause I'm in the,
0: I mean, this big battle, you know, I just, yes, of course, which I would look at as much more of an example of awareness and like, okay. And, and in a way you delivering that message and doing the work that you do is, is saying that I love myself and I love myself enough to share that I have these tools that I can help you guys with. So I I think it was a, a, a beautiful time and, Mm-hmm. Uh, a profound yeah. moment to to acknowledge that, and and everyone of course was very gracious, and you were. It was beautiful. It worked out great, and I yeah. I do think those others, um, everyone who listened to you, or has attended a workshop of yours on self care, know that th- these are all valuable tools, and we do our very best to apply them, and and we can't beat ourselves up. We have to be yeah. gentle with ourselves if we yeah. can't you know, in that moment, it's not every second of the day that we can put ourselves first. It's just knowing that, okay, I, it's a, like you always say, it's about the balance. So maybe you are going to stretch yourself a little thin to get the job done and to, you know, manage the household or take care of that project or, or, speak at a luncheon. And knowing Mm. that afterwards, I am going to put my feet up, I'm going to sit and relax, and then I'm going to give myself a little pat on the shoulder for allowing myself to persevere and push a little bit for the greater good of all. And Mm. know that I will get back to filling my cup once again, because I just completely poured it all for all of you. So I think it's, beautiful that you shared that. And, uh, and not everyone who was there knew that or needed to know that. Yeah. So it was good, but it is a good example of not to, to be gentle with ourselves, not to be so hard on ourselves that we have to do this. I have to get through. I I'm hard on myself. If, if I am feeling lazy and I don't feel like fucking cleaning the house you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, it's, you know, is that all my roommates annoyed with me? Maybe I don't give a shit. If they want to clean up, <laughs> they can clean that. but there's all some right. days where yes. I will literally be mad at myself and be like, Oh, what is wrong with you? Why mm-hmm. you need to get this shit done, ma'am. And I have to stop and say that self-talk is not healthy and nor does it represent my love for myself that I can give my myself permission to take a break. Yeah. So you know, talk is important. It
1: is. And I love that. Like I, I've, I've kind of created this, this yearly ritual in my life where November is no October is my month of testing. <laughs> I get my eyes checked. Oh, I get my oh, blood work. Like I get uh-huh. my boobs checked. I get like, you know, everything that I can think of all the, You know, um, I have to do a colonoscopy at some point, like all of those, my eye, like every hearing, everything has to, I I always book that in October, right? Get all my appointments in. And, um, that's self-love to me. Yeah you know, that's me saying, I love my body enough to say, you know, my fishing is fucking off. I need like trifocals or some shit. I can't drive um, in the dark. Uh, I, yeah, uh, I I'm like, Oh, good Lord. But, you know, taking that time to make those appointments and really honor where your body is at, at you know, at, yes. you know, at this stage, I think is just, like one of the biggest acts of self love, I really have to say. And if you are one of those people that does that regularly and and easily, then I just man, I have so much respect and admiration for you because that is something I really I really have to work at. And and I mean, having cancer really did kick my ass into getting myself like, hey, you need to. Nobody else is going to take care of you physically. Nobody uh, except for you, and so. I'm going to just share that I, um, I was feeling very lethargic the last couple of years. And I thought, oh, I'm on tamoxifen. I'm, you know, just, you know, got over this big battle with, with breast cancer. And, you know, I'm sure my hormones are all fucked up and blah, blah, blah. Right. And I, um, got some blood work done just this last year and my thyroid is jacked. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, like there is a solution here that I can, I can create more energy in my life because I'm, I'm deficient in this area and I didn't know, you know? Yeah. So I, I think looking at like just our whole bodies, like holistically, like there's a physical part of our, of our bodies that require tremendous and profound love and attention. Yeah. And we neglect her, you know, we are saying, you know, you don't give a fuck, you know, and but we are sovereign. This is our, we're fucking goddesses, you know. We're on this planet. We we deserve to like be treat this body like a temple, like that's right.
0: That's what I it, say. Your body. Nobody a temple. else gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So just
1: you know, just thinking like self love is all is all about that nurturing emotionally and spiritually and energetically, but also, you know, this physical part. I think women are generally not that great at. Do you
0: agree? Well, cause they're busy taking care of everybody else. So yeah. yes. And I think, uh, yeah. I think as you get older, I think you'll find it a little more common with women, our age, but I mm-hmm. definitely in my twenties, I don't fucking, I didn't go get physicals in my twenties or mm-hmm. check my eyes or do anything. You know, I just had a pap smear once a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think women tend to put it off. Take care of everyone else. I'll get there. I'll get to it. And I also think sometimes it's scary. I think some people Mm -hmm. say, you know what, I I don't want to go because what if they say something that I don't want to hear yet. And maybe I'll Mm -hmm. try and turn it around on my own first. And when I when I start to feel really good, then I'll go in you know, because there's fear, there's underlying fear of what is the doctor going to say? Some people don't have a fear. They just have no interest. They're like, I feel good. I'll (laughs) go in when there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I actually Um, feel like men are worse getting to the doctor. I have to say, I think you know, so all our male listeners, like all three of you, no, I'm kidding. I don't know. How I'm, <laughs>
0: <listen to> <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: But, you know, I feel like, I feel like that is a real challenge for men, you know, yeah. like really just like kind of surrendering that, okay, I'm going to get all this stuff tested and, and, and and figure out, you know, where I am with my blood work and my eyesight and my this and my that. Is yeah. one good
0: at that? Oh no, he's oh. shit no really okay that's interesting because john Um, i mean surprise surprise johnny apple pie he is good at that (laughs) oh
1: good that's really good yes
0: no he does yeah so but i i didn't know if you know because william and johnny are a lot alike and different
1: yeah well Will's kind of like what you were saying if if nothing's bothering him he's not going to bother with it you know but yeah but there's no like proactiveness about it you know like yeah um, and then there are things I know he's probably neglecting, like his eyesight, like he, I'm sure he would really benefit from getting a, an actual like like prescription for his eyeballs, oh. you know, because <laughs> he's like every time, you know, is it dark in here? I can't. I can't read. What? Why is it so dark in here? And I'm like. It's called readers with a flashlight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh oh my God. You know, so yeah. yeah. But, and you know, my, I'm thinking of my father-in-law and my brothers and you know, they're, they're pretty proactive, but there's definitely like some resistance there to like, sure. Sure. So I'd be curious if our listeners have any thoughts on, you know, men and women going into the actual doctor, if it's easy for them or not, you know?
0: Yeah, and I would say again, if it resonates with you, because I'm not one to say there's right or wrong. And if if you are someone that's like I, I, know you ladies are saying this, but I, I'm good, and I don't really feel like I need to, and you know, I have my own reasons. That's okay. We're not trying to tell you know talk people into doing something that isn't uh, in alignment with who they are. Um, but I, I, I liked what you said about the self care of taking care of the body. I absolutely agree with that. And, and yes, and I think it looks different for different people where setting those appointments and checking those boxes, the colonoscopy and the mammograms and all that stuff know, really important, especially at our age, just, just trying to be proactive and early detection, all that. But as I say that I'm also a big believer in not coming from fear where people like, well, what if they find something like if, if, and I don't know. Dr. Christian Northrup always, I hear her voice in my head saying, yes, you know, and she's a doctor and, and she speaks to those that go in and get annual mammograms. Yes, there's early detection. She goes, but also you could probably go through your whole life, not have any worries. And let's say we all have the precancerous cells in our bodies, and depending on what you're the stress in your life and what you're doing, can activate those or not. And sometimes just living your life the best way you can with unconditional love and being in that high vibe frequency. I also think if we allow ourselves to have a fear about our bodies, like, "oh gosh, you know, they, they found something and now I'm going to sit in that or, and, and really lower our frequency, I guess, because of fear of being sick or getting cancer. You know, I, I, I want to clear that and say, let's not walk around in fear of getting the C word. Right. Or because everyone yeah. says that, Oh, my biggest fear is getting cancer. And then I say, well, then don't have that fear. Like, Let's, let's not bring it anywhere (laughs) near our, our auric field. Like just don't go there and, um, or just visualize your body, this healthy, brilliant white light that it Mm -hmm. is. So if you want to connect with your body, you want to give yourself some true, true unconditional love. Know that you are a beautiful light being in this vessel that you have to take care of to house your soul, but shine (laughs) that light and and start living from a place of faith and love that everything's going to be okay. No matter what, no matter what, everything's going to be okay. Even, sorry, even if you die, it's going to be okay.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it does. Like it takes a lot of courage, you know, to get clarity, to go to the doctor, to do those things, to, to like, I mean, for me, that was how I I could have faith. I I needed to know the answers. I'm not someone who likes to sit in, in curiosity and fear all the time. You know, I, so it did, it took a lot of courage for me because I had the lump in my breast for a year and you know, that's a long fucking time. So, I mean, I get it. I get that. It feels really scary to, to do that. I just was really, really lucky that it was, um, it was very slow growing, you know, and, and um, but going in, I remember I, I, it was like a, an act of true faith and love of this body to say, okay, I'm, I'm honoring you. You've, you know, you've birthed two babies like my body's been through war right like it's it's That's been great it to me my war wounds yeah <laughs> my, my ba- it's been through battle and i love her and i you know fed my babies you know and, and i i you just kind of I, I don't know, everyone's journey's intrinsically theirs and it took me a really long time and I'm really embarrassed to say that i it took me so long to go see the doctor but that was from fear and um you know if, if if this does serve folks that are maybe experiencing some ailments you know and fear around going in to get that clarity, maybe if this does expedite that trip even by a day i think I think that's awesome because you can live in faith and and in, in the light. like the whole time I went through my my surgery, you were a really big part of this helping me envision blasting away any kind of like bullshit, you know, any kind of cancer cells. Like I just, just believed like, okay, I'm doing everything that I can (laughs) emotionally, energetically, spiritually to get through this. Um, and that's, that's all we can ever do. That's right. That's all
0: we can ever do. Yeah. Yes. And you did it with grace. You did it with grace.
1: Thank you. I'm, I'm so lucky. I had, I had a good healer, my Mayumi. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah. I, I'm so grateful for you because you're right. You, sometimes you just need to, like, I needed to be reminded that, you know, I can live in the light, even though I'm going through fucking hell. Yeah.
0: You can still right, God, try right, to embody
1: God. as much of that positivity as you possibly can. And just let that universal consciousness of light and love just run through you all the time. You know? All the time. Yeah.
0: yeah. Start your day with that. Just start. I mean, put your feet on the floor. When you get out of bed, stop, breathe and bring in the light right through the top of your crown chakra, all the way, feel your body down your feet into the ground and just anchor yourself. Just.
1: Yes. Yeah. I love that.
0: That's self-love ladies and gentlemen. That's self-love. Yes. That's
1: right. <laughs> yes. And gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> all three of you i don't know
0: <laughs> there might be more i don't know well hopefully hope we'll bring so. on more because our future guest that's coming yes. on is male, and boy I, he is oh, uh, so, so strong and deep voice i think you ladies will like it yeah <laughs> <laughs> well he's gay so maybe you won't <laughs> well I'm, i
1: still love it i'm like i don't care I love- how gay you are i think you're sexy. fucking hot yeah.
0: His voice yeah. is something else. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, yeah. but and yeah, it's this is, this is really, well, is there anything else that we want to say to, to speak to this? Cause I, I kind of mm. want to share also about my love affair of, to myself, right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. when I turned 50, it was during the lockdown. Like I had a big party plan and that all got canceled and, 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 and it was all good. I'm totally great with it. Um, yeah. but I was supposed to like go to Paris and, do some traveling and and I'm feeling compelled to be in Paris. Even I don't need a long time. I just wanted a couple of days because I have never traveled by myself just to be by myself. Now I've traveled by myself to like conferences and, and done things or, but I'm just saying, I wanted to be alone in a city Mm -hmm. and Paris was calling me and I don't know why I just feel like I want to go and fall in love with myself all over again. I just, it's a love affair for myself that I'm going to treat myself to be in Paris. One of the most romantic cities of all time. Yeah. And just to be with me, just to be with me, but but I'm only going to do two days. Like, don't get me wrong. I think after two days, I'll be Mm -hmm. like, hello, does anybody want to come meet me? Yeah, <laughs> I want to come, you know, and I want to have coffee because I love people and, and I'm very social. So it'll be really interesting to see how I feel alone, not knowing a soul and being with myself. So that's oh, my self-love so gift awesome. that I'm giving myself this year. I
1: love it. Yes, 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 it is. There is nothing like Paris by yourself. I did that in uh, when I was 20 years old.
0: Oh, see, and here yeah. I'm waiting until 53. Are you fucking kidding me? You yeah. were 20 and you went there by yourself.
1: I did. I went to, um, actually, I was supposed to go with my sister. She lived in Frankfurt at the time, Balby. And she just had a little baby boy, Maxi Cozy. You now he's fucking a grown up, grown ass man. Um, and uh, he got sick. And so Aww. she bought me a ticket and said, you're going. And and then I went by myself. So it was okay, well-
0: truly. I don't, I can't believe I don't know this story. Yeah, that was actually. I need to pick your brain as to where to go, what to do. I mean, you have to tell me.
1: Well, all I know is that, because I, you know, I'm a friend, I'm Canadian. So we graduate speaking French, you know, like, so I felt, I went to Paris thinking, ah, you know, I'm, I'm. I got some somewhat fluent, some street cred, you know, and I remember I was lost because the streets are fucked. I mean, yeah, it's all cyclical. And like, I, you don't, I, and they're all rude. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Or whatever, you know, they're all the same fucking name. So I was like, I'm so confused and I'm getting dark and I can't find my hotel and I'm getting kind of like scared, a little bit scared. And I went to a police officer and I said, uh excuse me you know like a, yeah I can you help me find out speaking in French and he said don't speak that bastard french as <laughs> french canadian no it was not parisian french right oh no (laughs) and so i just stopped speaking french altogether i just spoke english everywhere after that because he was like don't speak that bastard french here and i was like oh my then he put me on the back of his little moped and got me back home so it was i'm i guess you know i said oh Oh, okay okay. i'm like oh my (laughs) dear he was not happy with me you know <laughs> but yeah it was, it was a really fun experience I like had such a great time but it, it you you're gonna love it it's
0: oh I know I'm so excited Yeah, it's gonna I'm be so fabulous excited.
1: and what a profound beautiful like profession like a pro- profession of love what am I trying yeah. to say like
0: proclamation no yes yeah Something like,
1: like a that, right you professing, know like you're my love yeah professing right like you're saying yes oh gosh. yes and you're right. It's one of the most romantic places in the world that you can just fall in love with yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's so beautiful. And speaking of love, we do have next week, our goddess gathering. Yes. Speaking and of it's, love. Yes. It's the Japanese
0: goddess of beauty, love is- and beauty. Yes. Yeah. So we're, we're intertwining that, which makes complete sense for this podcast to why we're right? self love and, and beauty, just the beauty of yourself, beauty of life and love, but yeah, mm-hmm. seeing the beauty everywhere. Yes. That's yes. coming up. So we do have seats available. Um, I have my sacred circle this week, this yes. Wednesday, um, which is all about mediumship. So if you want to, I think I have I don't have very many seats left. I might have one or two, um, Ooh, which yay. is great. So if you guys want to grab that that you know, last seat, come join me. It's going to be, you know, what is mediumship and, um, and why would you see a medium, that kind of thing and how to trust a medium and how to be a good sitter. Mm-hmm. And then also to, to teach you that you too already have these tools within you to, to communicate mm-hmm. with your loved ones. So, and mm-hmm. then, um, the last, so it'll be you know ninety minutes, but the last half hour, I will do some quick little bullet readings of love and healing for those who are there. Uh, to see shows up. Not everyone's guaranteed a reading, but it, it will serve the whole group, I'm sure. So of bringing oh, in loved ones, it's gonna
1: be so fun, fun, fun. We got some fun things, and I things. love you. And I love you sister. sister so much. Oh my gosh, this was so fun. So yeah, please. Um, folks feel free to join us. Um, Mayim circle, of course, going to be fucking badass. Join our goddess gathering next week, next Wednesday, the 16th, I think. Is that right?
0: Uh, um, yes, the 16th. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. um, that would be really, really awesome. And we can just explore this. And if you have any questions about anything that's come up for you, maybe this is like hit a nerve for you. I know, um, We talked about a lot of really personal things today. I know I did about like, you know, my journey and, you know, if this is, you know, anything feels like we've had a nerve here, you know, feel free to reach out, talk to us, leave us a message, rate, review, post and hashtag what? No, I don't
0: know. I don't know. I don't get any of that shit, but I just said all the things, okay. All the things that we're supposed to say. Yes. Just yes if you like this episode like it follow us all that she said but just reach out to us we are available we are yeah. always available always yeah, let us always, know always that you're with us we love you oh yeah. mm-hmm. thanks for listening all right Yay. you guys have a great namaste. Until, oh yeah so next week valentine's day we're gonna oh, pull yes. some cards we're gonna pull some yes. cards so readings yeah messages all right, until of then, love yes that's right. namaste namaste mm-hmm. bye